Welcome back to Domance Dawn. I'm Luke, he, him, sometimes they, them, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Janine. Hello, it's me, Janine. Uh, my pronouns are she, they, and I still don't have a third thing. I mean, you, you've got a new laptop, which people may be hearing. That's right, everybody. If I sound different, it's because I was cursed and my computer blew up. So I'm using a very cheap laptop that we're hoping is going to stay alive for the entirety of this recording. Yes. Uh, and I will do my best to make sure you don't even notice the difference. Just like Teen Lisa. Uh, yeah, we are back for episode 33 of the show, and this is a show where typically we recap The Simpsons and then One Piece, and then we cast Simpsons characters as the new One Piece characters, but Janine, we're kind of screwed this episode. You know why? What, what happened this particular episode? Uh, we have no new episodes of The Simpsons and no new characters, which will be a problem we'll probably be reaching more often in the future, but, uh, this wasn't quite a dome, but I did forget to mention, we hit 200 episodes of One Piece last week. Or last episode. It's really weird, because I feel like there's very few things that I've watched up to 200 episodes. Mm-hmm. And yet here, we're going strong, and we're going to hit a very good arc. So, I am... I am excited. I am jazzed. I am spell-checking the summary that I have and trying to get into a size that I can read from my computer desk. Um, but yeah, we have five episodes of One Piece to cover uh, that initially ran between September 12th and October 10th of the year 2004. Uh, Mike is not back this episode because Mike is busy and also we were both kind of like, eh, there's, there's not too much to do. We're going to be wrapping it up. And then we're going to be doing a preview streaming of the next opening credits. So, the episodes that we are covering, episodes 202 through 206, include Breaking Through the Siege, The Going Mary is Recovered, The Missing Pirate Ship, Second Round Assault on the Fortress, The Gold Recovery Plan and The Waiver Recovery Plan. Catch them all in one net. Jonathan's secret scheme. So long, Marine Base. The final battle for freedom. When I said that last highlight, just flipped off the Marine Base with the double deuce. That's a good way to say so long to military bases. Mm -hmm. It's also a good way to get in trouble on a military base. Uh, but yeah, we're kind of, like, jumping right back into where we had been. Uh, Luffy, Zoro, Usopp, and Sanji ran into a trap set by G8's, uh, leader Jonathan. 
uh, where they were left surrounded by Marines. We kind of get a fight that we didn't get in the previous episode. It, it, it's kind of like a weird padding fight uh, that we just kind of see they're outnumbered. And then Nami, Chopper, and Dr. Kabato rush in. And Drake stops the soldiers when Chopper pretends to take Kabato and Nami hostage. And the crew is able to start trying to leave. Uh, but it turns out that this is Drake putting another trap in there for them. Because uh, he wants to go and save the hostages. But Mikao, who we find out is Kabato's father, ends up freeing the Going Mary, which allows the crew to escape, leaving Kabato behind. That's when Drake realizes Nami wasn't a hostage, and as they leave, Robin joins them on the Going Merry. And Drake is angry at Mikhail, but doesn't really have anything to do with that. And so we get our daring escape. And we've got the ship back. Janine, that's that's everything, right? Well... Uh, yeah, the ship reaches the Seagate, which is closed as the marine ships close in after them, but they find out that they have no cannonballs, and the marines stole all of their treasure, and so they hide in a wall of fog and smoke, and Robin is able to direct them to a shuttered part of the base where they are able to hide. And meanwhile, Jonathan is satisfied, knowing that the pirates aren't going to leave without their treasure, and that is when he finally frees Shepard from prison. See you later, Condoriano. Back in the kitchen, we also see the real Marley brothers are disappointing chefs, and the other chefs find that Sanji ended up leaving some of his recipes behind for them. The Marines start complaining that the food isn't as good as it was when Sanji was cooking, and so Jessica is like, all right, we're going to use them, but we're also going to improve our own recipes in the future. And it, it, it's nice that we're getting these sorts of follow-ups on the characters and the other arcs that we've seen. We're getting a bit of character development. You don't expect that in filler. I mean, no. it is for the filler characters that get the development, but it's it's much more like they're just much easier as one-off notes. Mm-hmm. So, the Straw Hats are all reunited, and Nami refuses to leave without the treasure because they need to fix the going merry. And we get a brief clip show, and the crew's like, yeah, we need to get that gold back. And so they decide to disguise the going merry as a marine ship, and then break into two teams, with Luffy, Zoro, Robin, and Usopp uh, going to look for the gold, while Sanji and Nami are going to retrieve the waiver that Nami had to leave behind earlier, and Chopper has to stay in the ship. Chopper's had enough to do this arc already, it's fine. So, Jonathan, meanwhile, and just kind of a weird bit, is given another meal by his wife, and his wife has specifically made a soldier make sure that the meal gets eaten, so he just passes it off onto Drake. That is when Shepard bursts in, demanding the names of the people who locked him up, and he now wants to capture the Straw Hats because they called him Condoriano, which is just great. You can't say the C word, Janine. You can't say Condoriano. Why can't I say Condoriano? Are you a Condoriano? Are, 
Wait, hold on. Is this bit a bit? Is this bit a bit? How many bits deep are we right now? Huh? Who? This well mannered snake? God damn it! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Uh, well, I was waiting before the episode. I remember that I could loop sound clips, and so I just had both the Japanese and the English clips looping for about three minutes until I realized it was probably doing psionic damage. Wow. Uh-huh. All things possible through Jesus. Okay. What happened next? I guess if that's what you want. So Shepard is trying to capture the Straw Hats. He ends up ordering uh, like half of the crew from the flagship that came in to follow him so he can help capture them. The gold team, meanwhile, reaches the vault without any issue. They're kind of suspicious, and Usopp works to open the vault only to find out that it is empty and this was another trap by the Marines uh, because this is all part of Jonathan's big old plan. Luckily for the Straw Hats, Shepard appears, swearing revenge, forces the G8 soldiers to step back, pulls out a massive rocket launcher that he misfires at his own men, and then Robin is just able to use it to attack the rest of the Marines, allowing the gold team to escape. Like, Shepard is the perfect amount of incompetent and asshole-ish. And you always have, like, at least one character like that anytime there is any plot with Marines. Yeah, I, I mean, the Marines are kind of a complicated organization because there are definitely, like, evil pirates out there and the people need to be protected. But much like actual police force, uh, actual police, there is definitely a bias in who they protect, who has the resources, and how they treat the people. It's not rat. It's not rotten apples. It's a fucked up tree that you gotta uproot and replace with a better tree. We're, we're getting political again. Uh, meanwhile, Nami and Sanji return to the Going Merry with the waiver, find out that the gold team is missing, and so Nami heads back on her own. The gold team, meanwhile, escape to the infirmary where Kapato and Mikheyo are waiting, and the crew explains that they want the gold to fix the Going Merry, and Mikheyo explains that Jonathan is a fisher, and the gold is the bait, and they kind of realize that... Uh, once they run into Nami, the gold has to be in Jonathan's office. So everyone except for Nami and Luffy heads back. Nami and Luffy head alone on the waiver into the office, just kind of ramping in there, which is great. And that is where Jonathan and the Marines are waiting with the gold. Luffy is able to bag it up. Nami summons a thunderstorm, getting them to escape. But Jonathan is still unconcerned because he's got his plans. And so the Straw Hats and the Disguised Going Mary take out the ship that Shepard had ordered uh, to go after them, just continuing to fall on his ass. And Jonathan looks on, just waiting and watching. And so the Going Mary gets to the gates, but the other G8 ships stop moving, drop their anchors, put up the uh, masts, because the tide rolls out, and so the Going Mary gets stranded on the ground, 
which destroys more of the hull, which is what Jonathan had planned on the entire time. And so we see, like, across the base, the chefs, Kabato, Mikhail, are all trying to watch what is going to happen. And Jonathan, like, is a fascinating character, because he's like, yeah, I can let everyone except for Luffy and Zoro go, because the two of them have bounties. And Shepard, meanwhile, is like, no, no. Or Shepard's like, no, no, I've got to catch them. How do you like my shepherd, Janine? It's uh, it's very good. I've had two orgasms in my life. No, that that didn't work as well. Uh, so Shepard uh, is just kind of waiting there. Usopp puts a plan back together to use the impact dial in the octopus balloon, which Luffy has held onto in his pants the entire time, that will allow them to get over the wall of the base and back onto the main sea. So, kind of being forced into the position, Usopp has to use the impact dial twice, which allows the octopus balloon to start flying over the wall. Jonathan prepares to aim the defenses against the ship, but Shepard accidentally destroys them, which allows the Going Mary to escape G8. And because it is flying in the air, uh, there are no offensive capabilities that would be able to bring it down. Shepard tries to threaten Jonathan for letting them escape. Gets reminded that Shepard has let them escape every step of the way. And then Jessica knocks him out. And Jonathan is ultimately proud that the Marine base pulled together. It's like, oh, yeah, no, this is great. Well, yeah, like, nobody had ever attempted anything like that in a while. So, like, the best way to prove that you are still valuable and that you don't have to be, you don't have to have your entire base decommissioned is to show that somebody attacked it once. I mean, and that you can also organize the people, and as long as you don't have outsiders who are interrupting things, uh, it'll go great, because, like, Shepard really helped them out every time. I really wanted so badly that Jonathan would just be like, we just caught Condoriano. <laughs> and just kept with the lie, because, like, well, we caught one of them. The one that we know that had been firing a bazooka. And helped them escape every step of the way. Yeah, I mean, Shepard does get to return in cameos. But I don't believe... Or, uh, sorry, Jonathan returns in cameos. But uh, I don't believe we ever see Shepard again. I could be wrong. Yeah, like, people are horny for Jonathan. People want to see him return. But also, the true exquisite perverts are ready for Shepard to return as Condoriano. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, if, if not for the fact that... Uh, well, actually, because of the fact that we have no new characters and that's kind of everything... Uh, we would otherwise be out of episode right now. So, uh, the fifth opening 
Kokoro no Chizu uh, by the group Boy Style uh, is going to be kind of the next opening credits that we start to get. So I wanted to do a reaction uh, as Janine watches this for the first time. So we're uh, you can pull it up on YouTube if you want. I may put a link in, uh, but. Janine, you can count three, two, one, and then whenever you want to pause it to comment on something on the screen, you just say pause, and we can do it that way. How's that sound? Sure thing. Because I couldn't figure out a good watch party strategy. So, uh, I have the video up. All right, three, two, one. CGI water. Watching the ship and the crew sailing upon the sea. Okay, pause. At the uh, campfire? Yes. Yes. So far, what I could be able to see is there is a lot more going on now. Um, In terms of? Well, I feel like that there was just mainly like simple clips and like a lot of stills inside of earlier anime openings. And in this one, we just have the going Mary literally falling from the sky. From that and, sky pia. Right. And the water in it just looks really good. And I'm thinking, like, this is 2003. Maybe 2004. This is 2004. This is 2004. This is pretty good animation for an opening of 2004. Oh, and I mean, we're going to get we're going to get the wild stuff, so I'm going to be ready to, like, pause a bunch more, but uh, when you're ready, do the three, two, one countdown, and we can resume. But yeah, I do love, like, the falling beginning. Like, everyone looks so great and crisp, and... Uh... And from what I'm going to be able to tell here, like, we see a lot more of the crew kind of being together, like... And that's one thing that I do like is... To, to be able to show that because they really do feel more of like a crew now. Well, uh, like on this campfire scene, though, you see one person who's still kind of sitting apart. Ah. All right. Three, two, one, go. Uh, yeah, we are now getting into some rapid-fire stuff, so I have paused at, like, 108. Okay, pause. 
because uh, yeah, we're getting some fast clips of people. I'm going to go back to the preview of Luffy on these strange looking fish. How do you feel about that fish? That is an interesting fish. Mm -hmm. Very, very sea, very hoarse. Mm -hmm. Friend, foe, or food? Oof. That's very hard. Because with Luffy, I feel like all three could be, like, tested in a single five-minute span. Do you, do you just want to make your called shot, though? Friend, foe, or food? I'm going to say food. Fair enough. And then I think if we just, like, play for a second, we get to the next still screen. Would you like to describe this sight? Um, I guess that's Waluigi. <laughs> and some friends. real kick-ass friends. We got Waluigi. We've got uh, who's the Kong that fucking sucks? Uh, Lanky Kong. Yeah, we got sure. we got a weird Lanky Kong, and we got Ramona Flowers. Something of that sort. Uh huh. Friend, foe, or food. Oh. God. I hope they're a foe. <laughs> do, you, do you not like their vibe? I kind of think that they. I would appreciate them more if they got punched in the face. Fair. Uh, we're going to be seeing them in the next arc. Uh... I will be interested in your take. Uh, but let us resume. Three, two. Oh, and this will be like an immediate pause right after. So, three, two, one, go. Yeah, like immediately after you get another group shot. That is way too many people. <laughs> Do you know who the guy in the middle is based off of? I can't see it. What is who is it? George Clooney. Oh. I wonder how that's going to play out. Well, do you want to say friend, foe, or food? Um, I'm going to think friend. Interesting. Why do you think that? Um, think is probably a big word for, for it. Where it's mostly of a vibe. Mm -hmm. I see these people being more... Righteous, then... 
Um, I the don't know. One? No, yeah. no. I mean, we're. And do you see the guy who's based on Freddie Mercury? I guess. Yeah. It's going to be wild. I mean, we also have a guy based on Slash, if I remember correctly, up there in the front. I wonder how many of these we already have available to us and haven't used. There's going to be a few. Okay, uh, so we can resume and I'll let you go back to telling me when you want to pause. All right. Uh, remember to count down. Pause. That was a lot of uh, people. And the only reason why I didn't pause during any of their particular introductions is because they were on there so fast. Uh-huh. I mean, we've got uh, Luffy with an afro. We got Luffy punching a tall guy who's freezing him. Afro Luffy, friend, foe, or food. I'm not gonna like how many turn out to be food. Even if it's just one. <sighs> I'm gonna go with foe. Interesting. Uh, and tall guy freezing Luffy wearing a sleeping mask. Ooh. Looks like a friend, but not at first. Ooh. A secret friend. So secret, they don't even know it yet. Okay, and then did he get to Zoro fighting the dudes? Yeah, that was a lot of dudes. Yeah. Friend, foe, or food? <laughs> oh, you really get me nervous when you ask food. Um, but if there was any of them that was there that I would have to choose that look like they have human thought, I'm going to guess them. Food. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. This is not going to suddenly... At this point, it's not going to suddenly turn into a vor. And then immediately after, we just get another short clip of another trio of folks who I decided to be helpful and pause in front of you. Or pause for you. Yes. They look adorable. They seem like they got, they'd be completely annoying to other people, but I would find them endearing. 
We got a little girl, something that looks like a rabbit, and a woman who looks to be visibly intoxicated. But I have green hair. I mean, that's how I try to live my life, too. So, like, straight up, I'm feeling it. Fair enough. Yeah. And we got Sanji doing some spins and some kicks. We got some boat action. Some unwanted hugging. It's it's, it's going to get wild, Janine. Guy jumping off a roof. Bunch of kicks. Uh, Usopp using a dial on Luffy? Yeah. I feel like that could either be a very big, important story beat, mm -hmm. or just a one-off episode, because... I mean... Luffy and Zoro had a fight. Mm -hmm. And it was, when they were done with it, they were just like, whatever. So it's like, I don't also think it's out of the realm of possibility of just like both of them just fighting one off and then just being cool after that. Oh, no. Uh, like, this arc is going to fuck you over emotionally. We're going to have people start to leave the crew. Well, mm -hmm. I don't think I'm emotionally prepared for that. No. <laughs> uh, we got Chopper fighting some dudes like Zora fought before. We have a place called Frankie House that's exploding. Nami's pulling a gun. Robin walking past a mysterious man. Another person attacking with rope. The bird in a necktie. And then uh, we wrap up with another shot of the crew and uh, exiting the boat. This anime yeah. is going to make me buy a straw hat. It's going to be too small for my head, and I'm going to feel silly wearing it, but it's going to make me buy a straw hat. I mean, you don't need to get a straw hat, but uh, this is... This is going to be... A wild arc, some filler. Oh shit, because we ended the wild arc the wrong way, we have to bring everything back and then we get into what is widely regarded as like one of the best One Piece arcs of all time. Well, I'm very interested for that. Um, I have a friend at work, Robin. She's a chap. Mm -hmm. And she is very excited for me to be watching Water 7. Yep. 
I assume that was the the the, the next thing. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's very fun to have like to be reaching eras of One Piece that other One Piece fans are excited for me to go through for the first time. Yeah. Uh, I am excited because we're also going to end up getting a new crew member soon. And, uh, yeah, like, next episode is going to be weird. Like, I, I don't know how to gauge what level of weirdness to prepare you for, but, uh, yeah, next time, we're going to be dealing with the sexy foxy. Sure. <laughs> you, I have no idea what that means yet, but I am ready to embrace anything. You're ready to embrace the sexy foxy lifestyle? I feel like I'm going to regret saying yes. That's fair. All right. Well, uh, that kind of wraps us up. Uh, Janine, where can you be found online? You can find me on Twitter at Janine Juliet. You can also find me now on Blue Sky. Singing a song? No, it is the brand new social media app that is brought to you by the same person who brought to you Twitter that we're trusting, apparently. But you can find me there, janinejuliet.bsky.social. Nice. And you can find me on Twitter at, at Coltrek, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. I am also on Blue Sky. Uh, but yeah, Twitter's falling apart when we, when I get another invite, assuming all of my friends have it, I will probably set up a Blue Sky account for Domance Dawn as well. Oh, people actually want to follow. We're following me now. Wonderful. Um... Yeah, I'm Coltreg everywhere, uh, including itch.io and Gumroad, where you can get my comics. Uh, Mike, our lovely and talented uh, co-host, special guest, and cover artist, can be found at Patent Pending, P-A-T-T-E-N-P-E-N-D-I-N-G, on Instagram, or with an underscore on Excuse me, with an underscore on Twitter, the bad website. And, uh, yep, Domance Dawn, we update every two weeks, usually on Monday mornings. I don't think we've missed a Monday morning in a while. Uh, Next time, our hope is going to uh, be having a special guest. And, uh, yeah, we're we're going to start off the Davy backbite. So... Get ready to see a distressingly long horse. Peace. And smooth sailing.
Thank you.